It is uh, seven minutes to eight. Morning to you, Adam. The Brexit democracy row. Tell us more about that. Morning, John. We're going to get a lot of this stuff, but this is certainly uh, making a few headlines at the moment because it's MPs from across the political rainbow, certainly a couple of dozen MPs or so, who got very vocal, calling for a say in how Britain leaves the European Union. What they say is that in the referendum, we chose to remain or leave, and because we chose to leave, therefore deals have to be done. But that was it. There were no I's dotted or T's crossed. And what they're saying is, come on, Prime Minister, consult Parliament. One of the points of Brexit was that we got the sovereignty back and there was all that blah, blah, blah about sovereignty over Brussels, etc., etc. Well, there's no sovereignty in our parliament if we're not consulted, say, some of these MPs. So are we leaving European Union all the way, a lot, some, a bit, a tiny bit, which bits stay? Lo and behold, this morning, along comes a report which is actually compiled before the referendum. But now we have the details for the first time, which tells us that a hard Brexit, in other words, almost all uh, integrated ties cut with Europe, a hard Brexit would cost our economy 10% in 15 years, or equating to £66 billion in tax revenues a year. And to lose that uh, would be foolhardy, one thinks. Absolutely. And the real thing, of course, is nobody ever believed it was going to happen. And tell us about the 77-year-old thank you. This is lovely, and it's taken that long, but Claire Hollingworth, uh, she's just celebrated her 105th birthday. She's the British journalist widely credited for breaking the news about the start of the Second World War. She was on the German-Polish border when the tanks amassed and the the Nazis moved in in September 1939, and uh, she broke that news, quite something as well. She went on, continued as a war reporter, a woman very much in a man's world, but uh, along the way, and we only know this really from the past few years or so, along the way she somewhat compromised her journalistic abilities really because she kept saving people's lives which journalists aren't always doing um she basically got a load of people out from from nazi occupied poland including margot drota and her entire family margot was just four years of age and she was being held up to these railings by her family and claire hollingworth was walking past and saw this family and saw the little girl and she contacted the polish resistance and got them out of this jail and then they were smuggled out and they survived the Holocaust and everything else. And all these years later, these days, Claire Hollingworth is living in Hong Kong, but Margot Drota has thanked her with a tear in her eyes, saying thank you for my life and for all my children and grandchildren's lives as well, from one 81-year-old to a 105-year-old, though sadly they will never meet because of age and infirmity. They are at opposite ends of the planet, but still the thank you was heartfelt. Oh, I've got a tear in my eye. That's an amazing story. And the evil English village. I can think of a few evil English villages, Adam. <laughs> Sometimes it's only the traffic. But, uh, yeah, if you... If you think about your, your little thatched cottage and the, and the quaint old pub and the, the village green and the ducks by the pond and the game of cricket in the background, anyway, Anthony Horowitz, the author, um, has told us that he sees the English villagers nowhere more evil, that village life breeds mistrust, suspicion and bitterness, and everyone is hiding something. This, of course, is Anthony Horowitz, author of Stormbreaker, the Alex Ryder series, Foils, War on TV, the new James Bond and Sherlock Holmes novels, and... Some episodes for Midsummer Murders, which is the <laughs> fictional TV series 
which is officially the grisliest uh, TV series ever, in that it's had 260 murders in little English villages in 110 episodes. I just wonder, therefore, Mr Horowitz, is that art imitating life or life imitating art? It's a worry. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder what Sykes the Dog would say about that, Adam. That's a marvellous series. Thanks very much indeed. Adam Gilchrist from the UK.